Hi, I'm Megan from Smitten Kitten, and this is Wapaka Local Live. to Wapaka Local Live. We have a really high-energy show tonight. I'm Marcy Boku, your host. Um, this is a show that is put on by a joint venture with 96.3, 99.1, and the Wapaka Community Arts Board. We're really happy to be here. We've got Smitten Kitten in the house. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, this is one of the only times we've repeated a band. Um, and the reason I really wanted to get you guys on was because remember COVID? Mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah. That horrible time period where we were all in lockdown. Um, <laughs> so these guys did a COVID show. Many of you probably watched it. It was on Zoom. And that was, I think, an incredible, um, brave thing for us to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to do a, a punk show on, on Zoom. Um, <laughs> with uh, Actually, Barb Lackey was the co-host. And mm -hmm. it was pretty fun. So I just couldn't wait. You know, We told the Zoom show people that they could come on and do a live show. So here you are. Yeah. All right. So like, can you guys introduce yourselves first? Yeah, of course. I'm Megan from Smitten Kitten. I'm Emily from Smitten Kitten. I'm Zach from Smitten Kitten. OK, Emily. 
Megan and Zach. So I really just have so many questions for you guys tonight. Oh, yeah. um, first of all, tell us what the name of that song was, the first song that you did. The Meme Queen. The Meme Queen. Yeah, I did mm -hmm. pick up on that lyrics. And can you just tell us a little bit about it? Um, well, definitely. I'd say Emily was a lot of the inspiration for that. She came up with most of the lyrics for that song. Okay. And we kind of tag team on melody and a little bit of lyric swapping. And Seriously. Yeah. So you guys are co-writing songs. That mm -hmm. is a really cool thing to know about. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk tonight a little bit about your songwriting and stuff like that. Awesome. So, and Megan, you were actually on the show a long time ago, just <laughs> as Simply Mego. Not yep. just, but I know that you're still performing as Simply Mego as well. Yeah. Correct? Actually, um, we're having a like a first time in a long, long time show coming up in December. So it'll All be right. like a reunion of sorts. Um, we haven't played in a couple of years. Oh, that's really cool. So you, mm -hmm. I guess I just was assuming that you were the main songwriter, but I'm really happy to hear that you're collaborating <laughs> together. Mm -hmm. All yeah, right, yeah. so why don't you tell us a little bit about your musical history and mm -hmm. how you got started playing your instruments. And we'll start with you, Megan. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, um, this is kind of funny to say a long time ago, I accidentally broke into a church. And that sounds weird, like, it was like a Wednesday night kind of a thing, and basically, like, they had, like, a church band. I tried to open the door, because it was, like, Wednesday nights, and the door just opened, and then it was me and a couple of friends, and we're like, oh, that's weird, it just opened, and we were by ourselves in this church, and we, like, decided to have that, the band room, and I was just like, you know, we could come here every Wednesday and just jam and, like, have a band. How old so were you then? Like... Probably like 13 or 14, okay. maybe. 13 year olds and that's breaking into a church. Literally. And Usually it's they're like, trying to break out of a church, but whatever. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, that just really sparked like the, the drive to, and I was really into Good Charlotte, and I was like, yeah, that kind of music. They don't want to be like other people. I want to be not like other people, too. And it was just so kind of a combination. A, was there a guitar there that you picked up? Yep. Just, so how did you learn how to make the chords shapes? I had to just learn by myself I went on just the internet found guitar tabs and I just kind of like put it together myself I was like oh you count wow. the frets and just took a lot of like dedication yeah. and like and you know the funny yeah. thing is, is I hear a lot of guitar players learn to play that way it's kind of a self-taught thing for a lot mm -hmm. of people and so when did you get your first guitar I got it I want to say maybe like a year or two after that um, I was saving up money from like weeding and stuff, and my brother's friend sold me this guitar that was just total crap. Not Ben, a different brother. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it was my mom took me to go get new strings on it, and the guitar guy was like, "Sorry to break it to you, but I can't even change the strings on this thing. It's so busted up." And my mom felt so bad because she knew how hard I was working for that guitar, and she bought me my first real guitar. Oh, it was just like wow. a little acoustic, and and from then on, I was just like. Guitar, 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 guitar is like all I ever did. It's a huge part of your identity. Though. Yes, definitely. It was my outlet, wow. my everything. That's the perfect story, of course, you know, that we're at the Arts Hub and <laughs> you've got all these kids, uh, really, the kids that are really into music. You can just see that this is where it starts. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip you because I want to do you, you last, okay? Zach, what about you for drums? Um, my dad is a big part of everything. He plays a lot of instruments and then he bought me my first drum set when I was like 11. And then I started 11. playing. I got 12. So it's been kind of on and off. And they let you practice in the house? Uh, I had a time limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And it's kind of just it from there. My dad okay. was a big part of it. And, and you really, that's your, that's your main instrument then, playing drums? Yep. All right, did you play in school bands or anything like that? Uh, I was in a couple high school bands, yeah. Uh, one was called The Lovely Hate Machines. <laughs> so <laughs> that was... A, probably from like middle school to high school. Okay. 
other one I can't remember really. But you weren't in like the school band program. Nope. Uh, I okay. learned by ear. You were kind of outside of the, the music department. Yeah. Doing yeah. your own thing. Okay. All right, Emily. Uh, well, I haven't been playing quite as long as these two. Right. Um, did you just learn as an adult? I did learn as an adult. All right, everybody in Facebook land, you can learn, you can learn an instrument <laughs> you can, as an you adult. You can always learn. Contrary music. to popular belief, actually, a lot of people learn to play instruments as adults. Mm -hmm. Okay, go on. I did. Um, so I actually wanted to learn to play guitar, uh, but I was mo a lot of people point out I play my bass upside down. Well, it turned out that playing guitar upside down was a lot harder, uh, so I went to Guitar Center and I saw this really cute small little bass. It was called the Ibanez Micro. I think it was Ibanez Micro. And it was just the cutest little thing and I was like, I'm small and that's small and that I think I could do. Uh, which is funny because now this thing is huge. Yeah. But, uh, I started playing it. I actually started learning where I would print tabs out at the library bring them home, and then play songs to my record player. Okay. So I would take my record player, and I'd have to skip it all the way back, and then like follow the tabs, and if I mess up, I'd be like, oh, and then I'd have to like, try to do it, listen to a little bit the previous song, you know, because yeah, I don't know yeah, quite yeah. where it is on the record. That's how I learned. That's how I started. So you must have always liked music, and obviously you have a good ear if you're able to do this. And <laughs> the reason it's upside down is because you're a lefty? Mm-hmm. Okay. So and just like just Paul Courtney, right? Yep. So wow, that's, just how that's I so cool. Way right. easier to read tabs, by the way, because they just line right up. I'm just like, oh, yeah. that looks just like what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. So like when it's the other way, so the the, the fat string's at the bottom. Yep. And if you had it the other way, the fat string would be at the bottom that way. Okay, so yep. it truly is. Because I think I think I heard, and this might it's probably stupid of me to even say this since I don't know it for a fact, but I think Jimi Hendrix played his, but he didn't reverse the strings. Yes, that's, that's what I've been told. Oh. I'm pretty yeah, sure and so true. it's really hard to watch if you're a guitar player because it doesn't make, it just turns your stomach, you know, weirdly. <laughs> okay, so you guys are all self-taught musicians, which is really cool. And again, um, that's really an amazing thing because it means that you have good ears and that you're musical. All right, so we're going to do another song break, and we'll come back and talk some more, but tell us what the next song is going to be. Next song is called Right Now, or Right, right. Meow for fun. Right <laughs> Meow? Yeah. yeah. And what's it going to be about? Um, it's kind of like ups and downs with like being single and like wanting to be with somebody, but then like you know deciding that it's not what you need right uh, now. Or, yeah. Right now? Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. All right, Smitten Kitten, everybody.
of empty I have too much empathy Been neglected, used, rejected in my past It haunts me It's about me right now No need someone to help me out I need to understand these Wanna put me down? Need you to understand these demons? They taught me. about your songwritings. You started songwriting probably when you were 15, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and you were doing it on your own? Yeah, definitely. I was messing with um, this weird, uh, what is it called, Audacity? Yeah. Or Odyssey, I don't know how do you pronounce it, but yeah, it's like a really old like recording program, and right. I would like layer the. So crazy thinking of it now, and I was like, man, I was doing that at like 15, you know. But yeah. it's like, yeah, that, yeah, one of the first things. That, that is, is a really fun thing to play with, though. Yeah, you it is. It I really think. changes the I don't know the game. You can get, add little sound bits. Like I used right. to like, oh, find a little thunderstorm and put that in there in the background. <laughs> cool. Nice, nice. <laughs> and then um, when did you guys all like come together as a band? I want to say it was like 2020, pretty much. Like it was during the pandemic. Yeah, like like right, right before, before the, right, the real. No, it was right before it yep. because we had you booked for the show. Uh huh. Right. You were just kind of like. Our first farming. gig was actually right before the shutdown. Yeah, the first it shutdown, was like, like in. Oh wow! You know, yeah. so many bands have told me that. Yep. Mm -hmm. A lot of things like they were just kind of getting ready, and then bam. Okay, mm -hmm. so you were getting ready to kind of start playing out in the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. Did you do any um, like live shows on Facebook or social media? I think we did a couple. I think we had like a Halloween stream thing. Yeah, and, and there then was we a, one for a foundation. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Was, so forgive me on that. Yeah, um, somebody, like a different band that we knew, I think it was from the Red Flags, I want to say, mm -hmm. he put together something that was like um, like a fundraiser kind of a deal for, yeah, like a live stream event. Okay, yeah. okay. That's pretty cool. And then, um, okay, so we kind of came out of it, and then you started playing more. Are you mm -hmm. able to get gigs like out of town, or have you been staying We've been local? all We've been over, over this year. Wow. And it's been, we even played as far as, um, where was it, Marinette. 
We got all the way up there, wow. and that blew my mind. I was like, what? Like, us? That's so pretty far. It is. Like, we there, we went to Green, we were in Green Bay, right? Yeah, Jamrock, and then we went to Intermission in Wausau. I can't even, like, think of all. We're going to Hell's Disco on a yeah, Saturday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's is been this, amazing. Is this been kind of, are you able to make any kind of a living doing this at this point? Right now, it's just kind of like we're taking the money and putting it towards, like, get building up our band stuff more. Like, we need more, like, merch items. We want to do okay. some real recording kind of stuff. So right. okay. it's not, like, full job status. I mean, it, feel, it is a lot of work, so it feels like a job kind of sometimes. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know, like, we're, we're not that level yet, but that is the goal, to make, like, a semi-living off of it. That would be kind of awesome. Okay, and you guys all have day jobs then, aren't you? Yeah. You're a mom, I know. I am, yep. I have a, I have a babysitter, and I do work. <laughs> yeah. And where are you working at? I'm actually at a sauerkraut factory, and oh, I do wow. quality assurance. Oh, and, cool. Uh, it's actually a lot cooler of a job than I thought it would be. I feel like a little scientist doing Well, I was going to say it's very science-y to be quality assurance. Yes. Factory. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Are you back at the theater? Yes, I'm, I work Yay. at the Rosa Theater <laughs> as an assistant manager. I also work at Chain Lakes Home and Garden okay. uh, at the Greenhouse. And, and are you fun. working right now? Yeah, I work at Foreign Print. Print? Foreign Print. Okay, great. All right, so then... If everybody's on the day shift, you have the ability to do gigs at night, or mm-hmm. is it hard to come together with dates? Not very hard. Usually, if, as long as it's a weekend, we can make it work. And if it's far enough yeah. in advance that Emily can get off, because with her theater shift, she'll right. work weekends usually. Right. So we That's just kind of right. line up with her pretty much. And- yeah, he's he's pretty cool though, and very flexible with okay. my schedule. Uh, thankfully, so it's pretty. Yeah. That's nice. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the songwriting process then. So since you guys have been together, mm-hmm. I guess I'm kind of making, maybe making an assumption, but we had the shutdown, so did you then just focus on writing songs? Um, not, not really. We're yeah, we like were, because it was kind of like an in-limbo thing. Like We yeah. were like learning a lot of covers and like okay. probably like a couple of originals here and there back at that time. Okay. But, um, and then for me, kind of like a big thing happened. I got out of a very toxic, bad relationship, and that was a lot of my inspiration for writing all of our new songs oh, that we have. Okay. So it's like, it's, I don't know, it's like a, a bad thing that happened, but a silver lining came out of it, and it was sure. a good outlet. And um, I think that the songs that we've came up with from that is really, like, kind of helped push us, like, out of that that little box that we were in, in a way. Right, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people who are doing songwriting, it comes from experiences they're having and mm-hmm. for some reason negative experiences produce pretty good music yeah definitely weird. it's the balance <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can kind of get it out of your system by singing about it and right about literally it and, i get yeah, yeah. Get some space there between that i remember you did um, a song at chick night Oh, um, yeah, yup. Um, I think, yeah, epic. Take Me. Yeah, that yeah. was actually written about the same kind of um, circumstance. Right. right. What other things do you guys write about? So you're saying that you're writing some of the words. What are some of your topics? Uh, so, like, Meme Queen in particular, that's a song that I was writing about, like, it's actually about mental health and depression and being stuck in a rut and how you develop, like, an online persona to, like, to like make you feel like you're still alive and you're like so like you're the queen of being online so you're like you're a queen there but in real life you're really not uh so it's like what the lyrics are about that one uh we had an old one that i wrote that was about like it it used the metaphor of like cults but it was about admiration and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of green day especially in the early years okay so billy joe wrote a lot about like angsty like things like being bored at home like 
not having anything to do, hanging out with his friends, partying, like doing all this stuff. So I kind of like took inspiration from that kind of feeling and kind of okay. put it in there. So Green Day is a big inspiration for you. What about you? I mean, I'd say Green Day is a big deal, and, uh, but Blink-182 is probably like one of my, like for a, the guitar playing from Blink-182, like I'm trying to remember how Tom DeLong described it. He said that it's like uh, children's lullabies on crack. <laughs> it's just like, just like kind of fun and crazy, yeah. fast, but like catchy. Uh -huh. And I just like always loved like their playing style. So a lot of inspiration I take from them like, for guitar and stuff. And um, okay. and lyrics is really all over the board. It's just kind of in my head, whatever I'm, they got stuck in my head, I'll write it down. And I'll be like, oh, hey, that's a keeper. You know? Okay. <laughs> Do you get involved in the songwriting at all? No. No, he's no. just coming you drum. Yep. <laughs> do you guys direct him at all, or does he just catch oh, the vibe and do he's it? He's very, very good. Okay, so just you, you just do add my best. your special sauce, right? <laughs> yeah, it's sauce. um, you know, it's really a pleasure to listen to you guys because, and I'm not trying to be negative about music because I think modern music is great, but sometimes you hear a, like a punk band or a metal band, and there really isn't much melodiousness to it. And to someone my age, I like to hear a melody or I like mm -hmm. to hear. It makes sort of yeah. kind of like musical sense. And that's what I've always liked about you. You're a good songwriter. It's really awesome. Thank you. All right, what's the next song? Next one is so funny. Uh, fake fronts. Yeah. <laughs> fake fronts. Yeah. Smitten kitten, everybody. <laughs> we got these fake fronts. It's had a beat straight up. It's only Make me some Wait around like I'm in line Will I be worth the wait this time? Will I cherish it all this time? Will I stay like I promised I would? We
instead of being straight up it's only hurting us now like we're really in love we got these fake fronts instead of being straight up it's only hurting us i want to be loved i super tight and you've got really great arrangements. I'm really excited to hear you guys. So hopefully you'll be able to play in the area where sometime I'll be able to go out if it's not too late. Right. Dude, I know. Good luck. They've been even getting us a little too late. There was yeah. the show we played in Green Bay. I think it didn't start until like 10 o'clock or oh, something man. like that. Really That's like that the was old so late. I thought that was going to go away with after COVID. I mean, for a while after COVID, the gigs got earlier and then everybody was happy. Uh -huh. I, now, I, lately, I have been hearing that they're getting late again. Yeah, we're right. like, oh, man, it's past our bedtime. I yeah, know, I know, literally. and you guys work, so it's 9 p.m., I'm so like, oh. Weird. <laughs> okay, all right, so um, I guess I want to know for our listeners, well, first I wanted to make a comment. I, I swear to God, every show, one of the musicians or all the musicians talk about mental health, and I just think that's so interesting because I think, you know, we were talking about, you know, having songs that have intense themes and yeah. that come from your real life. It's like a chicken egg thing, I think, but I, I don't think music makes people crazy. I think that when you're feeling crazy, music is a great outlet and it's a yeah. way to self um, really serve yourself. Is that I just I like to check in with people and see what they think about it. I mean, I think that's pretty agreeable, and I feel like when you sing about like mental health related stuff, more people than you know actually relate to it than yes. people that want to actually admit like, oh, I feel like not good in my head sometimes, but they don't want to tell other people that. Like, oh, I'm gonna be a weirdo then. And it's just like you yeah. know, I wear well, the weirdness. It might be something to do too with um, a lot of people who are going through things mentally are introverted, and then they are geared towards doing creative things uh, okay. like honing their energy creatively instead of socially so that might be part of it just like okay like you said that chicken and egg thing where it's like you know right right it's all related but it's really nice that in the last maybe 10 years musicians are really speaking out about it because I think it makes it sort of normalizes it because like you said it seems like everybody's got issues and mm -hmm. if you've ever had issues you you know that you know working on them is helpful counseling mm -hmm. is helpful and you just sort of realize how important that is so I just want to throw that out there I wanted to also find out where we can find your music switching gears completely here but oh, where can we good. find your music we are officially on all platforms wow. it is a it's a live recording of our set that we did say, in how um, do you did you, you're just kind of doing it on an iPhone I literally did it on my crappy Android and um, oh my I had gosh. her boyfriend like you know record oh. each song individually for us while we were playing 
and I just said, screw it, it's going to go out there, like, the Good people need you. to hear something, you know, yeah. and it's just like, who doesn't like, you know, a nice, like, punk, like, you know, just like an old school Misfits cassette, you know what I mean? Correct. Like, they recorded that in their yeah. freaking bathroom, and the people freaking love it, you know? That's awesome. But you did mention that you want to do maybe a, a real record, real recording. Yeah. Are you thinking studio, or do you have friends that have home studios, or is there somebody um, that can uh, help oops. you with production and stuff like that? Actually, what we had in mind, um, we actually got a really decent recording at the last show we played at the Atelier, actually. And uh, the person plugged in, they had to direct like master tracks to like, as we were playing live. So we had it recording oh. right in his laptop. Oh, so sure. they're really yeah. clean. He can adjust the levels. That's nice. And it sounded very, very good. So honestly, I would be pretty happy with that, even if we just okay. get that up. And that might even be within a couple months, we'll have that up. That's and um, and it's just the same set that we have, but you know, just a nice cleaner recording of it. And so are you thinking of producing anything physical with that, or is it all going to be online? I, I think that it would be really cool, um, but that, well, I have not gotten that far yet. <laughs> it's just like so much that's just been behind. It's like, oh, I'm like we really want to make like sweatpants and hoodies and oh. stuff, and then we haven't gotten like that far even. We had like a couple of shirts that we made, and we did get some stickers. Artwork, though. Yes, so. we got some good artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very cool that you have um, artists in residence mm -hmm. surrounding your group, which I'm just going to mention Ben Nenza. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. Like the Renaissance man. So. <laughs> your brother. Yeah. All right. So, Definitely. all right. I wish we could talk all night, um, but I, we do have to get on to our last song. So, is there all anything right. you guys wanted to mention at all that I didn't bring up? Um, I'm oh. really happy to have you. Yeah, I was going to say we're happy oh, to be here. I know what I wanted to mention. So, cool. you guys were like a big part of actually how the hub started. The Arts Hub, you know that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So remember the um, heavy metal barbecue mm -hmm. <laughs> that you guys organized to, to create a fund of money that could be used for kids in the arts, and that's how vague it was. I took that pot of money and I put it in an account with the um, Arts Wisconsin because we didn't really have a means to use it, but that is the money that started the scholarship fund or the tuition assistance fund, so I just want to put a plug in for that. If anybody wants to take music or art lessons and they feel that they can't afford it, we have a very generous tuition assistance program at the Arts Hub, and we would love for you to apply. It's a very simple application. If you qualify for free or reduced hot lunch at school, then you automatically qualify. And adults can qualify too. We just need to know what, what you know, why you need it. And it funds art classes, cooking classes, and music lessons. And we all know awesome. how important that all is. Yeah, so, awesome. okay, what's the last um, song? Well, thank you, by the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> of course. It's Control. Control, all right. Yep. Control with Smitten Kitten. We'll see you guys again in 2024.
Freak out. 